During our last two studies, we have been observing the throne in heaven through the eyes of John. The one who sits on the throne, the Creator, is heard, worshipped, and praised. Chapter 5 continues to reveal events around the throne. So I encourage you to take your Bible and turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 5, and get ready to see weeping in heaven. Let's prepare our hearts and minds by going to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for these scenes that we get to see, these revelations of what takes place in heaven, in John's words after these things. Lord, I pray that you would help us to have an appreciation for all that we see and behold. And help us, Lord, to behold these things, not just to look, not just to read or study, but to gaze intentionally, intensely, to spend time meditating and pondering. Because, Father, these things are wondrous. And I ask, Father, now as we study your word, that you would exalt the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and minds, that we would appreciate his death on the cross, his burial and resurrection, even more than we do now. Give us faith. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to be reading the first seven verses of Revelation chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll, written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll, or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. The scene around the throne in heaven from chapter 4 continues in chapter 5. And John continues to record what he sees and what he hears. In verse 1 he says, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. The one who is sitting on the throne is the Lord God Almighty. We saw that from chapter 4. He is the creator of everything. He is holding in his right hand a scroll. Now this is the first image that we see of him who sits on the throne. In chapter 4, We saw radiance coming from the throne, like a jasper and sardius stone, with an emerald-like rainbow around the throne. We heard voices and thunderings and saw lightnings. But now we see his right hand. And his right hand represents strength. 
And so John says, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll. Scrolls were paper that was long and stretched out. They were rolled to open and close. And it says that this scroll had seven seals on it. In other words, you had to break a seal and open up the scroll so far, break another seal, open up the scroll further, break another seal, and so on. And so it was sealed with seven seals. It was written on the inside of the scroll and on the back of the scroll. Then in verse 2, John sees what he describes as a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals. I've always been curious what makes an angel appear strong. Are there weak angels? Are there angels somewhere between strong and weak? I'm curious. We really don't know much about angels. They are created supernatural beings who serve the God of heaven. The word angel means messenger. And so John sees this strong angel, and he's proclaiming with a loud voice. This is not something quiet. He is a messenger of God. He is heralding this question in heaven. Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? In verse 3, John says, And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. The magnitude of that declaration is seen in John's response. Verse 4 says, So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. For those of us who trust in Christ for our salvation and look forward to eternity with him in heaven, the idea that he will wipe away every tear from our eyes is significant. We look forward to that time when there will be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more dying, no more tears, for God himself shall wipe away all tears from our eyes. But here in chapter 5, John is in heaven before the throne of God, weeping, and he's weeping because no one is worthy to open this scroll. We're told in verse 5, But one of the elders said to me, said to John, Do not weep. Behold, look, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. The strong angel describes our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the Root of David. In other words, he's the offspring of David. He sprang up out of the dry ground of Israel and has become the strong branch. And we are told in this verse, in verse 5, the Lord Jesus Christ has prevailed. He has won. He has conquered. And his prevailing results in his being able to open the scroll and loose its seven seals. And John looked and beheld in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. This lamb, 
who was previously described as the lion of the tribe of Judah, is in the midst of the throne. He's in the midst of the four living creatures. He's in the midst of the elders. Everything around the throne is centering on the Lord Jesus Christ, and he appears here as a lamb. This highlights his sacrifice on the cross. He is the spotless lamb of God without blemish. He is preeminent in all creation, and he stands there as though he had been slain, referring to the cross and his death. He has seven horns and seven eyes, and John writes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. We've seen the seven spirits of God mentioned before. How are we to interpret this? Often in scripture, the number seven means completion or perfection. It was on the seventh day that the Lord ceased from all of his labor in creation. We see the number seven throughout the Bible and the book of Revelation in this way. We have already seen Jesus walking in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, holding the seven stars in his right hand. There are seven horns on Jesus' head. We also see seven seals. Later on, we'll see seven bowls. And so it's possible to see the seven spirits of God as referring to the perfection of the Holy Spirit. Yet in Isaiah chapter 11, we read these words. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of power, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. If we break this down, we have the Spirit of the Lord, one, the Spirit of wisdom, two, the Spirit of understanding, three, the Spirit of counsel, four, the Spirit of power, five, the Spirit of knowledge, six, and the Spirit of the fear of the Lord, seven. So it's quite possible that in Isaiah, we see this sevenfold Spirit of God that is to rest on him, completely explained and spelled out for us. In order to see the one the Spirit is going to rest on, all we need to do is look at Isaiah 11, verse 1. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Then it says the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. This is the Lord Jesus. And so Isaiah 11 and Revelation 5 go hand in hand. I believe the best interpretation of the seven spirits of God is a combination of both of these, that it does refer to the perfections of the Holy Spirit and also the sevenfold spirit that rests upon the Lord Jesus Christ, the root of Jesse. And then we're told that this one who appears like a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, he comes and takes the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne, out of the right hand of God. He has prevailed. He has overcome. He has done so by living sinless, declaring God, going to the cross, bearing our sin and our guilt, dying and resurrecting. And we see him now in heaven, living victorious as the one who has conquered. What Jesus did on the cross not only enables him to pay for the sins of all those who will trust in him, it enables him to open the seven seals on this scroll 
and to complete God's work in eternity. Therefore, there is no reason for John to weep. Praise the Lord. In our next session, we will take a look at the response around the throne to the Lamb taking the scroll from the hand of the one sitting on the throne. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for Jesus' death on the cross. We thank you for the love that you have for us that sent Jesus to the cross. But we also thank you for your plans and your purposes, which are fulfilled not only in our lives or in human history, but in heaven itself as a result of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Father, continue to work in us, not only to see and to understand what you say to us in this book of Revelation, but help us, Father, to respond with worship and devotion, with love, with gratitude. Father, you are worthy. The Lord Jesus is worthy. We thank you so much for our salvation and for the fellowship that we have with you through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the indwelling of your Spirit who works in us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.